Hello, friends, and welcome to The Chris Show. It is Monday, which means that we are going to look at some thought-provoking questions and interpret some of the results and go from there. I have to be honest with you guys, though, to start this off, because I, I like to entertain you guys. Sometimes I like to educate, but I promise to always be authentic. And so today, being authentic means telling you that I am overtired, oversugared, and overstimulated. There are toys all over my house, and there are, for reasons we won't get into right now, balloons all over my house. For the record, it was a very good reason, and I love, we made a balloon, let's just get into it. We made a balloon garland uh, for a friend's birthday party, and it looked great. Thankfully, I didn't actually have to make it. <laughs> I bought the stuff. You can get these strips at Party City that are just these little plastic strips that have holes in them, and you just blow up the balloon and stick the balloon through the hole. Anyway, I got the supplies, and then I have these wonderful friends who came over and actually blew up the balloons and made it come to life. Anyway, it looked fantastic, and uh, I... Thankfully, uh, got my kids to not touch it for the day that it was up for the party. And then once the party was over, I kept telling them you could have it the next day. And let's just say now they have, I mean, they took all the balloons down for me, which was kind of nice. And I just had to roll up the little plastic strip, but they are all over my house. And that is just so overstimulating for me. Oh, that and... I am uh, in the process of trying to teach my five-year-old how to ride a two-wheeler. And this is where my ambition for her should... I I mean, there's there's probably a better way to do this. So when we went and got them bikes, we got my five-year-old a bike that has handbrakes. And and has... And no, no training wheels because I was like, we're just... I mean, she's five. She's almost six. She needs to know how to ride a two-wheeler. So we just bought her the two-wheeler. No training wheels. Handbrakes. Gears. The works. We're like, we're just going to work with her. It'll be fine. She'll pick it up really fast. And we decided that we needed one for our, our three-year-old. And we got her one with handbrakes but with the training wheels on. Because we figured we could only teach one kid how to ride two-wheelers. A two-wheeler at one time. So I'm trying to teach my five-year-old how to ride this two-wheeler. And you guys, it is one of the most difficult and uh, test of my patience things I think I've done so far as a parent. And I think maybe this is why. So, okay, let's take the other things that are difficult as parents. Um, potty training. Potty training is difficult. But with the method that I use that I got from a book that I bought because of the title and only because of the title. But it has been my saving grace through potty training two of my three kids. Haven't gotten to the third one yet, but I'm guessing it's going to be the same result. The name of the book is Oh Crap Potty Training. And that's, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory why that caught my eye. And I was like, this could be funny. And so I bought it and it was immensely helpful. I followed her instructions to a T and potty training was, I mean, it's, it's awful. No one likes potty training, but we did it and it worked and no, knock on wood, where's some wood? No problems. Um, anyway, but I knew that it was going to be, it was hopefully going to be done in a matter of days. And I think with both of them, I want to say it took like maybe, it took three days of like being pantsless and then they started to get it. And really a week, 
It was like a week of the grind, but then, and then they got it right. And, um, with, uh, reading taught my oldest to read. And that was, that was a struggle. I got this book called how to read, how to teach your child to read in a hundred days, 20 minutes. I forget what it says on the front, but it's like 20 minutes. Um, and it's made, it says something about like enjoying this time with your child and teaching in a caring and loving way that only a parent can. It's because anybody else doing it would just quit. <laughs> and some parents I'm sure do. I don't blame them in the slightest because it is, I mean, it works. But it is just energy draining day after day after day. But the thing with that is that if I didn't do it, they were going to learn at school, right? It was just kind of to to help, to maybe give them a head start. And my kids really like books. I would like it if they could read the books to themselves because they really like books. But even with that, it's like 100 days, right? I'm like, I have to do one of these a day. There was some, it was a checklist, something to check off and then they'd be done. And I would be like, okay, now read what your, what your teacher tells you to read. Um, but with teaching your kid to ride a bike, is there a manual? I should look, I should look because if there's a manual that tells me step-by-step, this is what you have to do. That would be immensely helpful for someone like me whose brain works really well with checking checking off boxes. And, but I have, I haven't looked. That's my bad. But so far, all we're doing is we're going out there every day. And by we, I mean me. Mila rides around on her, on her bike with the training wheels. And then my five-year-old gets on her bike and I have to hold on to the back. We got one of those, uh, I don't know what they're called, but it's like a bar that you attach to the back tire that a parent or an adult can hold on to, to keep them stable while they're learning how to ride this bike. And we got one of those to put on the back of her bike, but because we got one with gears and handbrakes, it doesn't fit. So I'm holding onto the back of her seat and I'm trying, and I, we've tried different times of day where I'm like, maybe after school is not the best time because she's already tired. Maybe first thing in the morning when she's like ready to go. And so far guys, all it has done is drain my energy. And I mean, we'll, we'll look for a bright, bright side. They're outside, right? We'll give that, we'll give that one. Anyway, all of this to say, oh, and so I did that this morning and then we came in and my three-year-old went into the bathroom to use it and slammed the door. And all I heard was, I don't need you. Leave me alone. And I mean, that's just, that's what you want to hear, right? From, from your cute little toddler who you, you thought that they loved you unconditionally. And you know, it's just, it just wears, it wears on you. So in the spirit of being authentic guys, that's been my morning. (laughs) And then I was like, you know what? You know what? We're, I'm done with this. I'm going to go make a podcast because while I love you all so much and I'm so grateful, so grateful that you listen to this, I do it a lot of it for me (laughs) because I enjoy it. I like sitting here talking to you 
and getting all of my thoughts out into into a form that I get to put onto the internet for everyone to listen to, hear, and judge. Please don't judge me. But I get if you do. Anyway, so I was like, okay, Daniel Tiger to my rescue. Kids, who wants screen time? Because they always want screen time. Boom. On me, upstairs, door closed. And silence. Except for when I'm talking into the microphone. So, all that to say, thank you for being my outlet. And giving me a place to be uh, creative and get out the innermost workings of my head and to escape. And uh, just know that if you are also feeling overstimulated, that you're not alone. Because I'm feeling overstimulated too. (laughs) And I'm working through it. Or at least trying to. Right now, I'm just hiding. (laughs) Let's be honest. I'm just hiding. But thank you for being here. I'm here. We're here together, so let's just hide in our closet and look at the thought-provoking questions from yesterday. So yesterday it was Mother's Day, and so my thought-provoking questions were, they weren't really that thought-provoking, but some of them I had to think about. I just asked things like, what gifts would you prefer, flowers or chocolate? Most people said chocolate, but a lot of people said flowers. It's sit and miss. So if you're listening to this and Mother's Day is coming up, or you are giving a gift to somebody, maybe these will be a guideline of of the people who follow me on Instagram, 67% of them said they wanted chocolate instead of flowers. Maybe take that into consideration. I don't know. Uh, most people said that they would rather have artwork from their kid instead of a homemade necklace. We get homemade necklaces from uh, the preschool that I send my kids to. And I love that we get very... Uh, very strict, not strict, but very pointed instructions that you will wear this to church tomorrow. (laughs) And we do. And there are a bunch of us and we all give each other knowing looks of like, oh yeah, hey, you, you got the necklace too. Anyway, and they're very cute. And I do, I do save them. I have, I have the one that Hayden gave me last year for, for Mother's Day, still hanging in my closet. They just hang there. But it's nice to look at them when and remember that they they do love me when they, you know, go into the bathroom and slam the door shut and yell at me through the door. I can look at those necklaces and go, hmm. Hopefully they'll come back to loving me again. Anyway, um, most people said that they kept their, their things for a few weeks. I don't know that I would keep mine for forever, like those little things from your kids. When it comes, my, so Hayden really likes to draw, like loves art a lot. And she comes home from school with a lot of art projects. Call me a monster. I don't keep them all. I do take pictures of the ones that are particularly special to her or something like that. But that's a lot of paper. That's like a fire hazard. I feel, I feel. So if you keep your kids' stuff forever, good on you. I feel like my parents kept my stuff for a decent amount of time. And then when I finished college and came home, they handed me a bunch of tote bins filled with my stuff and said, here, you get to go through it, decide what you want to keep and what you don't. I was like, "Uh, okay. Anyway, and then it was my job to go through all of this stuff. And I I, I, I got rid of most of it. So, I mean, that's a, that's another idea, but then you have to store it. I don't know. I wouldn't, I'll keep select things, 
but most of the stuff I am not keeping forever. I asked if people would rather have somebody cook the din- cook dinner for you, but do the dishes, uh, but you have to do the dishes, or would you rather cook and then they clean up the kitchen? Most people said they would rather clean up, have somebody else clean up the kitchen, and I get that. I like to, I don't mind cooking if I get to just have that time by myself. Ooh, maybe this is the key. Maybe it's the by yourself part. Because sometimes, again, like when you're feeling overstimulated, it's nice to just have something that you have a before and after. For example, cleaning your bathroom. I don't know anybody who sincerely finds joy from the physical labor of cleaning the bathroom, but I get joy from seeing what it looked like before and then what it looks like after I'm done cleaning it. That, the before and afters, those bring me joy. And also being able to just go at it, clean it by myself without anybody else touching me and having my own schedule and agenda and kind of letting my OCD take over and clean every little thing is very satisfying to me. So I get that. And actually looking at all of these uh, questions, I asked quite a few, um, or I asked some open-ended questions of like, best Mother's Day present ever, worst Mother's Day present ever. And for best Mother's Day present, a lot of these things had to do with just having some alone time. (laughs) That's what moms want. We just want a little bit of time to ourselves where we aren't worried about anyone else's agenda but our own, where no one is touching us, (laughs) and we just get to, to think our own thoughts. Like right now, like right now, no one is touching me. I I am just sitting here by myself, alone with my thoughts that now you get to hear. This is serious. This is the dialogue that goes through my head all day. Maybe I should change the name of this podcast to Chris's inner monologue. You know how the end of, of uh, superhero movies where the villain always monologues and you're like, why are you monologuing? Why are you telling us all your master plan? Like, just finish it, and then maybe the bad guy would win at the end. Two reasons. Two things. One, then the bad guy would possibly win, and who wants to see that? Two, I kind of get it, because I monologue all the time. The And the, the villain just wants to be heard. So, I mean, I don't consider I'm not going to take up villainy. I'm just saying, I get the monologuing. That's all. Um... What else did I ask? I asked about um, what, like, what would you rather eat? I did the whole, um, like, when you RSVP to a fancy event, it's like, would you like the chicken or the steak? Anyway, I asked that kind of a question. It was like chicken steak or chicken steak fish or dinner doesn't matter, dessert matters. And the real meaning behind the question, I wanted to see how many people actually said, you know, dinner doesn't matter, dessert matters, because those are my peeps. Those are my peeps. And looking at the people who said that, I, yep, you guys, you guys get me. I, and I respect and love, love you for that. Um, uh, the last one was, what would you rather have your five-year-old make you by themselves? By themselves. That's a dangerous game. Now, I did put the caveat in there of they would have help with the dangerous things like the oven or the stove, but the ingredients, toppings, and cook times are all up to them. And I feel like people took the safest option. 
Most people said pizza. I said pizza, cookie, pasta, pie. No one said pie, which I, I can understand. Because, I mean, you think about mud pies. Kids love making mud pies. They'd probably serve you that. And most, so most people did say pizza. Because while you can mess up, I think kids, kids understand pizza. They understand there's a crust, there's some sauce, and there's cheese. And they would probably err on the side of putting too much cheese. And is that really a bad thing? I mean, raw or cooked, cheese is cheese. And it's delicious. So, there you go. Those are my musings. Those are my musings for my thought-provoking questions. So, uh, to sum up, just give your mom some alone time. If you're a mom, take some alone time. Put the screen on and just go sit. And, I don't know, drink a drink. I am thinking that I am, I mean, it is noon. I might need to secondarily caffeinate. (sighs) Because sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. So take some time to yourself. And uh, if you're over feeling overstimulated, you're not the only one. We can get through this. We can get through this together. And if it means you have to go pop some balloons, like what I'm going to go do, I'm going to give you a little hint. If you do it, quietly like you take some scissors instead of stabbing it and having it go pop if you just slice a little hole near where you put the air in just put a little hole in it with the scissors it pops and shrivels up very quietly so if anybody else is going to go do that try that way and fun fact if you do it little by little like just just go pop like five balloons at a time they're not going to notice until one day All the balloons are mysteriously gone. (sighs) Yeah. That's, that's it. That's, that's all I got for you today. Anyway. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again in a little bit. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Talk to you soon.